bet that you have experienced some, if not all, of the events I'm about to describe when you're out at someone else's restaurant. This is Restaurant Rick with episode 25. The topic is words, phrases, and noises that our guests don't need to hear. I'll touch on the reasons these expressions don't work. More importantly, I'll suggest alternative expressions that aren't so hard on the ears. We begin with words. Our first example will illustrate my point. Hey, can you take the garbage out? What's wrong with garbage? Well, it tends to provoke several sensations that don't go well with the meal you were trying to enjoy. Words like odor, smell, and stink. A better choice spoken using your indoor voice. Waste. Here's another example that you might have heard in an open kitchen where the staff are having rapid-fire conversations over the usual hum of exhaust hoods, beeps, grills, and fryers. How's that burger doing? Almost ready. The blood's just starting to show. You get the picture. There's an easy solution. Rather than blood, say juice. Similarly, when dealing with the fryer vats, substitute shortening for grease. These two changes should be relatively easy for your people to make. Now for word four. This will be the toughest one to change. This habit is deeply embedded in everyday exchanges among your younger staff and their peers who refer to each other as guys. That's fine for them, but picture a lady and gentleman who are out for a romantic dinner or a table of ladies dressed to impress. The young server arrives and says, Hi, how are you guys doing tonight? This really grates. A lady of any age is not a guy. The gentleman in a hairy rosen suit usually isn't a guy either. When serving a table, a word like folks is a suitable alternative. The best chance to break an ingrained habit is to address it directly from the beginning in interviews, hiring, orientation sessions, training manuals, and performance reviews. I found that this sentence can make the point in a friendly way. When you're with your friends, you will continue to use guys, but once you walk into this restaurant, you're talking to ladies and gentlemen. In fact, the motto of the St. Regis Hotel Group is, Ladies and Gentlemen Serving Ladies and Gentlemen. I like the ring of that. As we move on to phrases, we find that some of these habits are also hard to break. Example 1. The server notices that you've rested your fork and asks, Are you still working on that? Yikes! Perhaps the server's thinking of a cow. The better phrase might be, May I remove your plate, sir? Example 2. The waiter sees that you're nearing the end of a glass or bottle of wine and asks, You want another one of those? That's too close to signaling that your guest may be a boozer. A better expression might be, Would you care for something else? Phrase number 3. Sorry about that. This generic phrase should be dropped from everyone's speech. These three words reek with insincerity. Whenever I hear it, my inner voice says, You just showed us that you're not sorry at all. Whatever the situation is that requires an apology, the server must come up with a different phrase. Something like, I apologize, I'll fix that right now, will go a long way towards turning a negative into a reason to keep coming back. Phrase number four. This is another one that's in common use. You thank the server for helping you with something, and the response is, no problem. Who said anything about a problem? You've just thanked the server. An acceptable answer is, you're welcome. A better one is, it's my pleasure. 
While we're on the subject of sorry, this is probably a good time to talk about how servers can decompress a kitchen error or guest disappointment. Assuming that the server is empowered to remedy a sticky situation, these are my suggestions for positive responses. You have my apology. I'll bring the manager over. Or, I'll fix that right now. And my favorite, what can I do to make this better? Now about those noises that can intrude on the experience you want your guests to enjoy. Things like special occasions, feeling the need to celebrate something, anything, tired of making meals at home, taking a break from the cares of the world, enjoying the social interaction with your team and other guests, the ambience of a busy restaurant where you're hearing lots of laughter and seeing plenty of smiles. Hold that thought. People are choosing your restaurant to get away from stress, boredom, and noise. Restaurants can generate a lot of unwanted sounds. With the proper advice and planning, a lot of fixes to unwanted noise can be done well and at an efficient cost. Let's start with the acoustics of the room's finishes. Hard surfaces like window glass, mirrors, tile, or the wrong wood flooring choice are the devil. Solutions are any finish that absorbs harsh sounds drapes, carpeting, fabric seat covers, acoustic ceiling tiles, or baffling for ceilings or walls and sound-absorbing flooring. Your music requires careful thought. Choose your sound devices wisely. This typically starts with the right smartphone and a strong Bluetooth signal. Speaker quality, placement, and balance play a critical role. You want the right number of speakers, so you don't have to increase volume to make up for too few speakers. If hard surfaces exaggerate noise levels, many restaurants will increase their sound volume levels so people can hear the music. Then the noise level increases. Now your guests won't be able to hear each other. Then comes the playlist. I strongly recommend that you maintain strict controls over this, even to the point of locking it up to prevent misuse when a staffer or workman on the site decides they're going to become the guest DJ and jack up the volume. The result will be blown speakers. Once you've decided on your target demographic, design your playlist to appeal to them. You may have several playlists to pull up for different day parts or weekly patterns. Examples might be an upbeat list for Thursday night because it's often ladies and boys night out and a softer list for Sunday night because you've noticed that the crowd is older and prefers quiet conversation. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I invite you to visit the Restaurant Rick website at restaurantrick.com where you'll find access to all of our podcasts. Look for episode 26 of our bi-weekly podcast on Saturday, November the 12th. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, you can email me by typing restaurantrick at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.